If you're concerned about the side effects of any of the COVID-19 vaccines, you should speak to your healthcare professional, like your local GP, nurse or chemist. I myself calculated the risk and found it extremely low. Some side effects can occur, but these are mild and short-term, and are minor compared to the risk of getting sick from COVID-19. To book an appointment, visit nsw.gov.au slash COVID-19 slash vaccination. Let's protect ourselves and our loved ones. Oh, great way to start, isn't it? <laughs> I was thinking, is this a new trick? Also, there was no one talking. I just said, how was everyone? <laughs> I was going to say, welcome to the Wild West. Um, yeah, we're not in the time slot anymore, so it's uh, whenever we feel like at the moment. Super. I'm enjoying this not waking up on a Saturday morning thing, Steve. Oh, I think it's pretty good. What do you think, Carol? I think it's tremendous. I'm sitting here with a cup of coffee and, you know, reflecting on the day. It's wonderful. Not getting up early and thinking this is just too much. It's so good. Now we can just do the program whenever we like. All we have to do is send each other a text message. Yeah. What are you doing now? (laughs) Has anyone done anything stupid in the world that we can talk about? As long as you send me nice text messages like that, I would be glad. Uh, I think a good way to start is someone else that's getting text messages, though. What do you think, Glenn? Uh, and Carol Scott Morrison, uh, he was on the National Press Club this week, and <laughs> just, he can't he can't get a break, can he? Uh, he can't get a break. That's an understatement, Steve. This is, like, the, one of the questions he had during the um, exciting press club. It's press club, I, I know, it's lunchtime. You know, if you've got some... Exciting press club? Of, oh, press club is amazing, right? Nothing more exciting than that to hear a bunch of people rattle on nonsense, but... It got a bit fiery, that's for sure. This is um, Laura Tingle with round one. This is the, the general run-of-the-mill question. Thousands of people on the NDIS that you will make sure the scheme was fully funded, uncapped and demand-driven. And will you uh, apologise to people who've had, the hundreds of people who've had funding arbitrarily cut under the scheme? Well, thanks for the question. <laughs> Always happy to ask you questions, Prime Minister. Yep. We're all terribly sorry for what this pandemic has done to the world and to this country. First of all, as we went into this summer, we were optimistic. I was optimistic. We're all desperately looking forward to a great summer. And one of the things we learn again is that the virus has a way of bringing you back to earth. We hadn't anticipated that we would have a variant that resulted in the vaccine not being able to stop the transmission. And he goes on and on and on, blaming the poor virus. What has the virus ever done to SCOMO, one must wonder? That's it. He obviously didn't say he was sorry, or his cabinet was sorry, but he said, we are sorry. So who's he referring to as we? You, you, you did say he did make some mistakes, potentially. Mm-hmm. He kind of got into that territory, which was a bit of a... He finds it hard to apologise for the fact that there were some slight technicalities of booster shots behind, rat tests not appearing, vaccines being delayed. He struggles with sorry. Um, what do you think, Carol? He's struggling. He's struggling. Well, he, he struggled to believe that there was going to be another strain. Now, we know how many letters in the Greek alphabet. We knew we'd gone past Delta. We knew we were heading a bit further on. So what made him think that we weren't going to um, use all of the alphabet up? I mean, if some scientists decided we'd use the Greek alphabet, they were expecting to go through it, weren't they, with a 
great number of variants. And how many more have we got to come? Not too sure on a certain number, but there's definitely more to come. And these poll numbers are looking endemic. They're um, definitely dropping, um, dropping faster than rat tests are dropping in availability. But he is facing a tough gig. The preferred prime minister that no one even remembers half the time looks like he might actually, people might have to remember who he is potentially soon. Yeah, the, well, hopefully they can recognise his name on the ballot box, so that might help. You um, struggle sometimes. Oh, I forget his... <laughs> I thought he ran in the next election. That's how people don't remember him. It was last week. Steve had no idea who he was. <laughs> he, he forgot who he was, completely forgot who he was. And I went, like most Australians, he just speaks <laughs> for the populace. <laughs> well, that's the problem, Anthony Albanese needs, needs to get his profile up if people like me can't even remember who he is. You know. Yeah, but, but Albanese's lost weight and, mm. and he, I think he's had a stylist. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, well. So, so you know, if he loses more weight and becomes more blood, so mm. it, might, it might be beneficial to uh, to look a bit like a, a film star, you know. Obviously when they had the text messages, which mm. um, Peter... Beth Olsen um, had, I think, start billing. Um, and wow, there is questions, and then there are questions in this moment for the I've been provided with a text message exchange between the former New South Wales Premier mm -hmm. and a current Liberal Cabinet Minister. I've got them right here. In one, she describes you as, quote, a horrible, horrible person, going on to say she did not trust you and you're more concerned with politics than people. The minister is even more scathing, describing you as a fraud and, quote, a complete psycho. Does this exchange surprise you? And, and this what do you has think been added to TikTok by Kevin Rudd, so one must wonder or, or how the times have changed. Why is Kevin Rudd on TikTok? <laughs> oh, because he's down with the kids now, Steph. You know, Uncle Kev? I used to think he used to sell um, cleaning products, but this is the new Kev from Queensland. There you go. K-Rug on TikTok. But I've seen everything. Hey, as long as he doesn't start does twerking. He dance, does he dance, Glenn? He doesn't dance, but he should do, because he doesn't understand what TikTok is. He doesn't dance. I've danced on TikTok, so there we go. How do we find it? I would like to have <laughs> like it. You probably you do. put it on the website. My work colleagues can provide that with you. That's it. Generate some interest. But, uh, uh, he does, it, it is a very... Uh, Curie, because this is a level of Kevin Rudd, and I think what seems to be happening now a little bit is if these be scam are overboard, are they, I don't know, it does feel like that they're not happy with the man at the top if people are leaking against him. If Gladys and the ministry are, are um, one of them is, who, which one it is, um, wow, that's pretty big. Well, she said, she's come out and said she doesn't remember it. She doesn't remember a lot of things, though, to be fair to be Gladys. She didn't remember many things previously at ICAC, so. That seems to be a thing she can't recall. I think they're running. They're running a book on who the minister is, aren't they? Well, do you do you think Scott Morrison will be out before the next election? Well, we were all surprised when he got in, weren't we? In twenty nineteen, um, he was the horse that came back from you know the end of the field and just galloped home. But I'm not sure he can do it twice. You'd have to pray a lot. Yeah, well, I think he probably wants to start praying. Well, he probably has been praying a record. It feels like he's expecting a second miracle. He is looking, he's got a, and I think also to be fair, he's had a tough set of cards. Like he hasn't particularly got the job at the best time. Like a little bit of a pandemic isn't really going to be a fun task to be at the top job because you're going to make decisions that people are either not going to agree with or are not going to be popular or 
worst you get wrong. Uh, but he has also just lacked the empathy and the ability to communicate with What does Barnaby have to say about the situation? That's Carol. Well, Barnaby has got the solution. He reckons he can, they're going to find them. That's, that's the theory. Bottles of red wine and some journalist is going to say, you know who told me that, blah, blah, blah. Did you know she said, you know she said she's out? Good pick up, Carol. Oh, did he? Which is difficult because they deliberately, possibly. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I'd imagine they would know who it is, right? Well, who doesn't like him? That probably be the question. They know who doesn't like him yet. But it's going to come down to a political calculation, right? It's going to be a calculation of, is he going to be... It's probably too short to change leader. That's their biggest problem. And they've got no obvious successor to him. They probably have to stick with him. But um, even in pre-selections in Liberal Party seats in New South Wales, they still haven't decided on candidates for an election that's most likely to be held in May. They still don't know. Like, even in the um, Hughes, which Melanie Gibbons had indicated that she was going to take on, looks like she's not going to potentially get it. Well, Sydney a safe seat. You no longer need to take a PCR test to confirm you have COVID-19. This means if you've been exposed or have symptoms like fever, sore throat or shortness of breath, it is important to take a rapid antigen test. The New South Wales government requires you to register your positive test result either online or through the Service New South Wales app. To stay up to date, visit the New South Wales government website, newsouthwales.gov.au slash COVID-19. Let's help reduce the spread of COVID-19. Welcome back to the Wild West here with Carol, Glenn and Steve. Interesting week in America, I have to say. Who should we start with? Who, who's worse, I guess? Joe Rogan or Whoopi Gold? Well, this is a good quiz game. Carol? Um, I don't know. Well, I, I think probably, you know, Whoopi's worth the mention, isn't she? Absolutely. She sort of put her foot in it right up to her knee hmm. when she was talking about the Holocaust and said it wasn't racist. Let's see how she apologised for this. We've got the apology, then what she said. Uh, and it, well, she done the grovel. And I'm getting, you know, all of the, the mail from folks and mm-hmm. the very real anger. Trying to backtrack and apologise after making controversial comments Monday. So if you're yeah. going to do this, then let's be truthful about it because the Holocaust isn't about race. It happened during a debate on The View over the banning of Mouse, a graphic novel on the horrors of the Holocaust by a Tennessee school board. It's- yeah, it's always those school books that get people into trouble. Uh, wow. Yeah. Um, I, I still don't understand how she came to the assumption it wasn't about race. Though. Like, where did that come it was from? All about race. Understand how she got to this conclusion, though. Like, how did she end up hearing? I was, uh, yeah, I don't understand because I have heard of that book before. I've never read it, so yeah, I don't know what caused her to think that. Well, I just wonder which school she went to. That's all. <laughs> they might have taught us something different. Or if you're black, it may be that racism is about blackness to someone who's black. I don't know. I mean, I just. How does she define racism, you see? That's the thing. We don't really know, do we? No, definitely not. But she has been given a <laughs> dictionary. Well, you'd like to think the definition is the same for the majority of people. Well, yeah, but, but that's yeah. the only thing I can think of, that her definition is different to the rest of us, you know? you certainly yeah. got a take on it, that's for sure. Yeah, she had a big opinion on it, which cost her... I do like how she's been given two weeks' leave to think about the situation. Do you think that's enough? 
oh, you need more time to think about things, Steve. You, you, I reckon she'd have a, maybe two years, maybe a lifetime to think about this one, actually. I think she probably needs to think deeply. What do you do in two weeks of thinking deeply? I don't know. Do you sit there and read a history book, potentially? or Yeah, maybe, because I'm sure there's people that have been taken off the air for much less than that, for saying less things. So I'm kind of surprised she only got two weeks off. But, but I don't know. What, what, she has also, like, I don't think she has a track record of saying dumb stuff. I'm pretty sure there's other people the greater contenders in the dump staff category just seems to say it maybe less frequently maybe absolutely well speaking of that there is someone who could uh, fit into that category uh, joe rogan spreading uh, his misinformation what do you think about that well they argue that he's just interviewing people and he's being um fairly broad in obviously the other side is um, somewhat controversial um, he certainly has people on that are anti-vaxxers and have got some quirky ideas. So he doesn't see there's a problem. And I don't think Spotify see there's a problem because he's so popular. He does such long podcasts and he's very popular. Well, that's the thing. He provides them with hours of uh, programming and, yeah, brings in a lot of hits to the platform, more so than the people that are complaining at the moment. Well, you can always turn things off, can't you? Absolutely. <laughs> well, their biggest problem, though, their biggest problem is going to be losing subscribers, right? Because apparently they struggled to deal with the volume of subscribers. It was impossible to count your Spotify account because all the people on Twitter were outraged, obviously, by this happening. The anti-Joe Rogan brigade have decided they're going to get their music from the record store, I guess, uh, or from, from the <laughs> other providers. But, they're going back to record. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. Like, <laughs> if you get accounts on Spotify and then get an Apple, are they any better? I don't know. Probably they don't. Then they have something you don't like on the Apple store. Do you then cancel your Apple account? And then, I don't know, can you actually cancel the provider? The genie is out of the bottle with this stuff. There's not much you can do, is there? You can either just go to another platform or you can just not listen. Any, uh, any other alternative you can think of? Well, to be fair, someone that doesn't listen to his programming anyway, just, yeah, turn it off. Doesn't bother me. Read a book instead. Have you stopped listening, though, Steve? Have you, have you decided since this happened, you went, I don't want to hear this? No, couldn't, couldn't care less. I don't even use Spotify as it is most of the time. Yeah, but I guess it's for Spotify is difficult because they're going to have, like, musicians that can be sometimes quite principled um, these days um, versus podcasts, which probably are not as principled, or they're principled but not to the point where they might be free range with their opinion. And I guess if you've got everyone on board, you're going to have to accept that not everyone's going to agree with everyone else on the platform. That's it. And then after how what Adele did, right, these people are starting to realise that maybe they can start changing things they don't like. She uh, got rid of the shuffle button, remember? Hello, my friend. That's a dumb idea. Oh, yes. And then the gribbling apology from the uh, Channel 7 guy. <laughs> yes. What do you think, though? Carol, change is good, though? Should they make a lot of noise to get something done? Well, I do. I get my loud, loud hailer out if I want to make any noise. But, you know, that that's you know, the old way of doing it. And I suppose this is a way of, um, well, I'll take my music and I'll take it somewhere else. Only time will tell when people are offended. However, they seem to have taken their music because there was an anti-vaxxer on there and they both had polio when they were younger and see the value of vaccination. So I suppose they think, well, if these people are going to stop um, people getting vaccine vaccination and vaxxed, um, and kids and other people will get sick like they got sick, then, you know, it's a short it's a short straw for them, isn't it, really? They've got a reason for being so 
pro-vax because they've actually, you know, the polio vaccine saved a lot of lives. And if people hadn't have taken that up, they would have been in the situation that we were in the 60s. So I can understand why they're, they're taking a, a real stand about um, the importance of vaccination. There's no doubt everyone is feeling impacted in some way by coronavirus. From work-life disruptions to financial stress, our days look very different. It's normal to be feeling a little overwhelmed or perhaps completely out of your depth. That's why Beyond Blue has developed the Coronavirus Mental Wellbeing Support Service. It's free and available 24-7. So if you're feeling unsure about how to cope, chat to one of our expert counsellors by calling 1800 512 348 or visit coronavirus.beyondblue.org.au. And talking about that, there's a new convert to vaccination, Carol. Um, you found out today that someone I wouldn't expect to get a vaccine booster is going to be interested in getting one. He's thinking about it now. He's thinking about it. Djokovic is thinking about getting vaccinated. Now, the question is, is this because he's still number 20 and Rafa's 21 and he wants to go to the French Open and try and get another one? Could play into it. Also realising all the money he's missing. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. You can only be principled so far, can't you? (laughs) Then you cave. (laughs) Then you cave. (laughs) But I was cheering on Nadal the whole time because I went, I just can imagine him at home in Serbia watching this and going, oh, it could have been me. It could have been me, number 21, being booed at the stadium. You couldn't quite make it there. Mine did being booed, but it would be the fact that, you know, an old an old crock like Rafa. I think it's just an injury. Like, it's a great story. Like, he came back. From behind against Medvedev, it was one of the greatest fun. I was glued to my TV. It was just brilliant. Tennis. It was actually, I don't know, it was one of the better ones. And because the storyline of Djokovic got kicked out, and then all of a sudden Nadal sits there, no one else there to compete. Federer's away. He just came back from injury. Nice guy comes in, and Medvedev. he just had COVID as well. Yes, I mean he had COVID in December, didn't he? And he was two so, sets down. You know, he was our hero. Yeah, when he started turning it around, I was like, is it really going to happen? Like, it was like, wow. He, yeah, and he did. Two sets down. And Medvedev. Medvedev. Mm. Epic match. So you watched it, Steve. I'm, you watched I, the whole thing. I, I didn't watch the whole thing, that's for sure. <laughs> no, no. But I was very surprised. I thought Medvedev was going to win because when I went to bed, I'm like, okay, two sets down, you know, that's it. It's going to be over. But no, he came back. Very surprised the next morning. But if anyone was going to make it to yeah. 21, I am glad it was uh, Nadal, for sure. But Djokovic, if he does get vaccinated, though, won't he overtake Nadal eventually? Like, it's kind of like it's a moment in time. Yeah, yeah because absolutely. he's younger, isn't he? He's younger. But um, the Australian Open was very good for the Australians for once, which felt kind of weird because usually Australians don't do very well at the Australian Open. Um, I love the 2Ks. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. Comedy, comedy at its best. Yep. Having a good laugh. Do you know an interesting, interesting bit of trivia I found out from a random Google search uh, that apparently Fox tried to sue Kokonakis previously for using the trademark special case. Um, all the irony now that how <laughs> he tried to register the, the trademark, they rejected it saying they have the trademark. But after the last week, one must suspect that Special K probably wants him to have the trademark because best publicity for their brand they've had for quite some time. 
Yeah. yeah, well, actually, what a great sponsorship deal that was. The Special yeah. K sponsoring Special K. Well, you saw it. Some of the people in the crowd had the Special K <laughs> cereal boxes. So they're, on the, they're getting there. Um, but how amazing was that? They are special Australians. Absolutely. Speaking of special Australians, though, Ash Barty, how did she go? Oh, I don't yes. know. Did she, did she win? Let's listen, see if she did. I think we were all pleased for her, weren't we? Absolutely. I can't believe how well she did, though. She swept the tournament. Why did the other players even a, turn up? It was quite ironic that her only game was, what, a third set for body match? It can't end like this, surely. And I was like, that was a pretty... She was flawless apart from that. Her games were actually quite... I thought they were boring because the whole tournament, she was just walking over opponents. Her opponents had no challenge. It was, it was mechanical, wasn't it? Next, next, next one, next competitor. Like, if you missed the side of a body match, you might have missed the whole match. It was gone in an hour. Like, you know, some of them were... I remember the first match she had, she had the, the poor... Um, I think it was the, well, the poor opponent, let's put it that way. I forget where they were from, but literally it was 6-0 and it was almost going to look like 6-0. She won the last, the second last game, give her at least one point. I don't know, maybe a concessional point. Yeah. But it was just mechanical. It was, I don't know about, it's probably almost dull, but skillful and amazing tennis because she just so dominates her opponents. Well, that's just how good she is, right? Like she's world number one for a reason and she's clearly proving it. And it could be the year she gets a full Grand Slam as well, taking out the other tournaments. You think? That would be nice. That would be nice. It would be nice. It would be nice. Yeah, I'm not too sure how well she does on the other courts. Yeah, well, she won. Well, she's, yeah, she won the French Open. So she's got it on free, all three surfaces. One of the few players that have ever done all three surfaces. That's actually quite hard to do. So she is Serena and Federer, the only others, I believe, that have mastered that feat yeah. in recent times. So Rafa's good on clay. Rafa's that's an He's understatement, Carol. <laughs> That's an understatement. He's like, <laughs> well, <laughs> He's, he does I, think, okay. I thought you were forgetting to mention how good he was on clay. Thank you for pulling us up on that. <laughs> and, and one would say Fedra's good on grass, but that sounds terribly bad when you say that. They <laughs> <But laughs> can't imagine him being on grass. He might need some in retirement. <laughs> Jesus, he but doesn't yeah. look like the types. But he's going to be a good hippie Fedra. You can't see him in a hippie van. Hippie Federer, wow. Hey, you never know. It's always the, it's always the ones you least expect. <laughs> yeah, with the French Open coming up, it should be pretty good. And the Winter Games start this weekend as well. I'm pretty excited about that. I love my sports. Uh, yeah, I heard there's already something going on though, Carol. Curling? Oh, yes. The curling. Tell us all. The curling started. You know, that one where you swing a stone... And somebody goes crazy with the brush down the ice. Absolutely bananas. And we lost the first match to the Americans just by one point. And we um, were reasonably okay with the Chinese, but now we've got to meet the Czech, Czech Republic. I wouldn't have, th- I always thought it was a, a, an Irish thing, curling. I wouldn't have believed that you had it in countries all around the world. When they said they were playing the Czech Republic, I'm thinking, do they know about curling? Do they know they're playing? I thought it's it was in- an Irish, a Celtic <laughs> thing. So obviously not. It's big, it's big in Canada too, apparently. In Canada it's massive. For really? Their team's really good. They're, yeah, the Canadians love curling. It's on primetime TV. Even outside the Olympics, I believe. But then again, they like anything on ice, really. They'll, they watch ice hockey. So. Well, ice hockey yeah, is massive over there. Yeah. I guess one's going to broom the ice, ice before the ice good. hockey comes out. Love ice hockey. Ice hockey's good. You know, it's oh. fast. 
But yeah, curling, yeah. running up and down with the brush on the ice, oh. hasn't got that much style, I don't think. No, unless they're like smashing them up against the wall or <laughs> a fight breaks out. It's not very exciting, is it? <laughs> not a fan of watching people clean ice. <laughs> Actually, I've always thought that was probably my sport because I'm not, I mean, when I was younger, I used to shovel the snow from the front door and everything. So I reckon if I was going to be good at a sport, it would be a, with a brush on, on ice because I've already practiced that, you see. Um, but when I got to Australia, there was no curling. So I don't, I don't know where these two have come from, whether they've practiced somewhere else or I don't know. It's interesting, isn't it? I think there's like curling. There was going to be, there was in September and someone invited this to, it's bizarre, I don't know why I was invited to this, but apparently there was a, a curling event in Sydney apparently they'll get a hold in September before Omnitron took hold. No, before, no, hold on, I'm the wrong virus. Um, Delta took hold and um, unfortunately lockdown cancelled the curling event, unfortunately. So um, Sydney missed out. It might be us and we don't know. Yeah, yeah. Give it a try. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Carol, can you ice skate? Oh, I, I, I used to ice skate when I was younger. Excellent. I've been in a couple of ice shows. I was a bumblebee in an ice show. So if I'd have persisted, I might have been like Torville and Dean. You could have been on Disney on Ice right now. Well, I think it was a bit like Disney on Ice, the ice show, but I know I was a bumblebee. Oh, that's awesome. Hi, I'm Caroline. I grew up in foster care because of abuse and neglect earlier in my life. Now I'm studying a double degree and working in my field. People in foster care often face stigma about being in care, a life they didn't choose to live. Stop the stigma. Don't punish us by treating us differently for something that we didn't choose. Help snap that stigma. Head to create.org.au forward slash snap that stigma. Brought to you by Create Foundation, the peak body for children and young people in out-of-home care. And what about this morning? There's an announcement that they made that they found the Endeavour shipwreck off the Rhode Island in America. Apparently, they found it, and uh, but then all of a sudden, experts came back and said, uh, "I don't think you did." Well, the point is that at the museum in Sydney has jumped the gun. They were a joint team going um, exploring this uh, wreck at Rhode Island. And they've come back and announced it, that it is the Endeavour. And the female of the species at the other end, who's the expert, says, hey, it's not conclusive yet. You've jumped the gun. Hey, so when will we know? When she's decided the piece of wood is the Endeavour. They've got a piece of wood over here and they're <laughs> fully convinced they're going to put it in the museum and, and say this is a piece of the, of the Endeavour. They're not going to put a random piece. Well, I've of wood got a piece. There. I've got a piece of wood in my garage that I could pretend was part of the endeavor. <laughs> it it may well have been. How would they even know? How would they even certify a piece of wood is part of the endeavor? Like, how would they because know? Because they got it from the depths. They they dived off off Rhode Island and found this this oh. wreck, and they're pretty certain it's the endeavor. It sounds hard to develop. It, 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 I don't know how they would validate it. It feels very difficult. Maybe there was paint pictures of the boat they can reference to yep. check Facebook or Spotify. Surely, no, surely they've got, they have the Instagram they've got account. The plans. Surely, <laughs> they've got the yeah. plans and they think they this the pieces of wood that come up and match the plan. Right. They're fully convinced that they've got endeavor. And if you find it, what do you do with it? Do you take it out, leave it there, or cover mm -hmm. it, or the whole thing? <laughs> like Carol said, a plank of wood. There's one wood, just <laughs> one plank of wood. I'll go to the museum. You pay 20 bucks to see a plank of wood. 
I probably have actually. Then you'd be surprised. I think I have. There's one in. Um, I think there's one in. I think it's in Stockholm, and it's this big ship they found, and they they re. I don't know, it's a famous one. It's got a name. Don't know what it is, but they they've re- retrieved it from the bottom of the ocean and recreated it. Looks lovely, but apparently it's amazing. I wasn't so amazed. I thought it was good, but if it was free entry, I would have liked it more. You paid to watch. Look at a boat. Basically, yeah. It was. What do you do when you're on holiday, Steve? Okay. 